Everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Tune in coming up Thursday. During the big show, our friend Tom from the warehouse in Orem, he's going to be calling in with fantastic deals that will blow your mind. We're going to talk to Craig Bowlerjack coming up here momentarily. If you're just joining us, uh, ESPN reporting that Tom Brady is headed for the Buccaneers. He's going to play in Tampa. And, Gordon, how many retired of Florida jokes now are we going to have to put up with? <laughs> probably a lot. Probably a lot. But they're probably excited about uh, Tom Brady heading down that way. If you're it's interesting. If, if you're an what, old professional in uh, in the Northeast, what do you do? Hmm. Yep, going to Florida. Well, a lot of people do, and uh, and Tom Brady, I guess, but he's not going down there to retire. He's going down there to win. So, man, speaking of that, during the break, I was watching Tom Brady highlights mic'd up when he was mic'd, and, you know, yelling stuff like, hey, let's go have some fun, huh, and... Uh, Let's go and getting after his teammates constantly. I wonder if that, that you know, it's good leadership. And uh, I, if I'm on the Patriots and Tom Brady is barking that stuff at you, you're probably listening and you're going to do everything you can to follow what he's saying. But I wonder if for some of the teammates if they got tired of it. Yeah, I mean, you know, what if you're some young punk kid who's knows better, you know? I don't know. Why, did, why, didn't, uh, why didn't Darren Williams listen to Jerry Sloan? He was... Jerry F. Sloan, you know, it's it's not always that easy. It's just interesting to watch him on the field when he's mic'd up like that, yelling at everybody and carrying on and being Mr. Rah-Rah and all this stuff. It's not like he, he was talking a lot, but he would get up in guys' faces and turn around and say, come on, let's go, we, we can do this, and, you know, don't give up, no fear. Uh, I don't know. It's interesting uh, in sports, the study of leadership and what works and what doesn't. Obviously, whatever he was doing was working. Well, that's part of the reason they, they said Philip Rivers, uh, you know, was moving on from the Chargers, right? He's a really high energy, kind of a, a vocal kind of dude, emotional, I guess. And I, I mm-hmm. read some reports that that had worn a little bit with some of his teammates. And, and, you know, you can get that. We see that in the coaching world all the time, right? These coaches that uh, that have great success, but then all of a sudden in later years with a, a different generation of players, all of a sudden that message doesn't ring as true or isn't listened to as much? Yeah. yeah people people don't hear it anymore. Interesting. Uh, I mean, how do you think he'll do down there in Tampa? I mean, Tampa's I, a decent I, I, team. I mean, he, yeah, I don't know if I mean, I'd pick him to win the Super Bowl right now, but I mean, I I think this puts him into the playoff picture certainly. And I don't well, even think Tom's still that good. He's just better than Jameis Winston. Uh, I I'd say he's better than most of the quarterbacks in the NFL still. Here, you, you, we've kind of been hinting it or dancing around this all all show. What what NFL quarterbacks right now would you take over Tom Brady right now? How long's that list? Oh, uh, maybe about like I said, uh, I I I put him in the top third. I mean, he's not he is the goat, but he isn't the best right now. For that matter, where would you put Drew Brees? Mm, I don't know. Maybe higher than Tom Brady right now, honestly. Well, I mean, look what he did last year. I yeah. mean, some of the numbers he's been putting up over the last couple of seasons are phenomenal still. 
All right, Gordo, let's uh, switch gears a little bit out to the Sprint special guest line we go. Uh, lease any phone and get an iPad or Samsung Tab A for ninety nine ninety nine. Visit the Sprint store nearest you. Joining us now, he is the television voice of the Utah Jazz and, of course, our good friend Craig Bowler. Jack Bowler, you doing all right? You hanging in there? Jake Gordon, I'm doing well. Uh, doing well. Thank you for asking. Um, I wish we were playing basketball, but we have other important things to do right now. Well, we can at least wish you a happy St. Patrick's Day. Hey, I appreciate that. You know what? I Bowler, you still with us? All right, we'll, here. we'll get Bowler. We'll get Bowler back. Uh, yeah, concerned about. It. Of course, uh, you know we had Kristen on yesterday. Gordon, anybody that was a part of that uh, uh, now infamous Wednesday night there in Oklahoma City, I'm I'm curious to get Bowler's perspective. Also, I want to ask Bowler about the NCAA tournament getting canceled. Of course, uh, that legendary Bowler Jack voice was was part of some pretty legendary NCAA tournament games. Yeah, I can I know in Bowler the way uh, we do. He uh, he's missing the basketball for sure. But he, like everybody else, top priority is making sure people are safe. And uh, I'm sure he feels that way. But, uh, man, it does make you appreciate being able to do the things that we typically do when things are a little more, quote, unquote, normal. Right. And, uh, and Bowler, I was just about to say, and Bowler is back with us, you know, with the, the community within a team, including the broadcasters, trainers, et cetera. You know, it was concerning for folks like yourself that uh, that travel with the Jazz. And now we saw the news with, uh, with the Nets. But take us through your experience so far, Bowler. Well, you know, it was, it was uh, something never you can plan for or expect. But, you know, just a quick recap as we got into the game. Um, we had been told that Rudy, you know, would be tested. And so I was prepared, you know, maybe the next day or two we'd hear something, hopefully, on a that was, you know, negative. But as we got to the arena, uh, you know, we went through pregame. We went through opening lineups. Uh, Kristen did her Taco Bell takes, you know, keys of the game. And just 10 seconds before they're going to push the ball in the air, uh, one of the uh, team doctors from uh, Oklahoma City, the Thunder, on the floor, uh, relaying the information. We didn't know at the time that Rudy was positive, but I was guessing in my mind as we went through all this that this was probably not going to be good. So, you know, we kind of tap dance for the next 12 to 15 minutes and, uh, you know, took a couple of notes from the uh, from the scores table that the league had uh, decided to uh, just put this game on hold, uh, no explanation, and I looked at the clocks and they were good. The floor looked good. Uh, didn't see any other issues, you know, at hand, and so I figured with the news uh, at hand over the last, you know, 48 hours as it was kind of building in the country, the coronavirus that, you know, something had not, I didn't really know if it had hit us, but maybe somewhere else in the league. And then uh, we took a break, came back, kind of repeated the same thing. The game was still on hold pending the review by the NBA. And then we took a commercial break. I said, no, if we get this game uh, back here in a moment, we'll be back with you on AT&T Sportsnet. And, and as we went to break, uh, I got a text to say, come back to the locker room, which we did. And then we found out that Rudy was positive. And then we went to our uh, room. And that's where we stayed uh, for the next six-plus hours until we had our turn to get tested. And so it was, it was for real, uh, Twilight Zone. Uh, you had to stay calm. I think that's where you really understand uh, yourself a little bit, um, that you can't panic. And you have some really good friends 
that you've worked with, I've worked with for years. And so we just stared at each other, really, and just kind of, you know, started discussing some options that were, were maybe going to be, you know, thrown at us and how we were going to handle it. So, um, you know, Quinn, I have to say this, Quinn Snyder, uh, the GOAT, he he actually took really the reins uh, there in OKC at the arena, uh, was calm, cool, collected, had a plan that he was going to, you know, make sure it was going to be done with the direction of obviously uh, the Jazz, the uh, health department of Oklahoma, the health department of Utah, and a lot of other people I don't even know were all behind some of these decisions, but he implemented a great plan and saw it through, and I thought he kept us all uh, calm, collected, and informed, which is really important, I think, during the time of, you know, the unknown, is to have some information you can hang your hat on at least and, and formulate a plan. And then they came back, gave us some food, you know, a couple, three hours later. And, of course, we had we were lucky enough to have a television in this room. It was like a, uh, a VIP room off the locker room. And so there was a restroom, which was great, connected inside, and a little mini refrigerator with some waters. And that was, you know, great. Uh, then the television gave us some news and information, what was going on. And then we found out from Quinn later that we'd be tested that night, not knowing when. And then around 12.30, we were shuttled into the locker room. And there were uh, some great individuals dressed in garb, as you would expect, to protect themselves and uh, gave us a, a test. And then that was no fun, by the way. Um, I'm still tearing up thinking about it. But, you know, <laughs> it's not as bad as obviously if if you're going to you know be infected with a coronavirus so went through that process the buses came later i think we were ushered out probably around 1 130 and then uh, we found a hotel through the the grace of i think the state of oklahoma and then uh through some great um i think i've got to compliment our pilots and our flight attendants who volunteered to take us home from delta and we got back uh, the following afternoon after we found out earlier that morning. I was waiting, as all of us were, and we got an individual phone call to alert us that we uh, that we were negative. But then we found out later that Donovan was positive. So that's kind of a a short story on a very long night and a and a long morning. But thankfully, back I've been you know watching myself um, you know over the last now almost seven days, and as we head into Wednesday, and can't believe we flew to Oklahoma City a week ago today. That's how fast time flies, and I know other people would hope it flies faster if they're in quarantine. But I've, I've, I've been self-observing and temperature taking at least two to three times a day. Uh, I wandered out a little bit today just for fresh air and some sanity. Uh, kept my distance, but um, I'm, I'm hoping you know that I bypass this and everybody else uh, that was with our traveling party, and obviously including uh, other you know Utah Jazz players. So. Um, be aware. Uh, they told us the, the most, the most. I think interesting word I'm using to everybody I talk to is proximity. And I know you guys are probably separated in that five to six foot range, which is is the best thing you can do. And also just stay away from crowds and wash your hands. I think we've heard that now multiple times, and that's exactly what we heard in that zero hour when this went down. Is what can we do? And it's it's about proximity. So. I think it's what people have to understand is it's why they're kind of people having sheltered in place is just to stay away for a while and hopefully let this this curve uh, of cases begin to flatten out. 
and that will be the best news we can have. Man, Bowler, I mean, exactly. And we can't underscore that enough. Uh, that is the only thing we can do is to be very careful about that. And when you when you tell that story, it, it, if you had come to me two weeks ago and said, hey, Gordon, I have a great idea for a movie or a book, and I'm thinking about this. How about how about this plot? How about this right. scenario? Right. I would have laughed. You know, yeah. I mean, you no. were living some sort of fiction, but it was very real. Yeah, you know, I think that's the thing you have to get. I get kind of goosebumps even reliving it like that because at the time you really do focus. I think a lot of people, I think, have to give credit to themselves that we're strong species, and I, I think that we're resilient as well, and we do come together. We've shown that time and time again through history, and I hope that's the case again this time. Um, but it still is a, a, you know, fear, the unknown. We're humans, and we have that. Um, that is part of our DNA, and you want to escape. That's what I felt like. Where's the nearest door? Can I run away from this? And in reality, no, uh, not tonight. <laughs> so, you know, you, then you have to readjust your whole mindset and just go into kind of a really protective focus mode. That I think we all did. You're running on some high adrenaline. I think we're all very focused on what we were doing. Uh, levity at times, but really wasn't a time and a place for it. It was more like, hey, this is the real deal. Here we are. We're sitting right in the middle of it. So um, learned a lot, I think, about all of us and, of course, how the team handled it as well. We were separated from them, and I didn't see them until after midnight because uh, they were next door in the locker room and they had been tested. Um, and then we came in along with several of the beat writers as well. And uh, then the other part was to go back in the room and then wait to see what the next step was. So it was always a step. And so you always had to wait for the next step. And I was just waiting for the test step. And then I wondered, man, we may be here uh, again in this, in this room for the next two to three days. That was kind of what really we thought would maybe happen. But thanks to the NBA and uh, the two state uh, health organizations working together, and I understand also the governor of Oklahoma played a fact in this as well to get us, I think, safely out of the arena and then uh, safely back home the next day. And that's lucky. We're very lucky in that regard that we could actually come back uh, to a place that we're familiar with, uh, our own home, and then self-quarantine, basically, as they called it, self-watch. And the proximity rule is interesting because, you know, the team, there's a circle I always draw about, you know, how the team is kind of all teams are built. You know, the core is obviously the coaching staff and the players and then the support staff. Uh, and then, obviously, you know, we're outside on that third ring uh, where, you know, we have access, but not on a, on a daily, hourly, minute-by-minute basis. These guys basically live together uh, for a seven-month span. Um, and so we're on the outside. And so our proximity was much less than what Donovan's would be with with Rudy and the rest of the players. And so that was explained to us as well. And so I still take it seriously that the proximity is important, but also self-observation is something that I think everyone listening uh, should be very aware of. And just be, if you know your body, uh, understand it, and it's no, no big deal to go take your temperature and just be sure, you know, over the next uh, week to 10 days or two weeks or whatever it may be. But I think that's the best thing I've been doing to give myself, you know, kind of a, uh, a sense of uh, peace of mind and also knowing that I'm helping out family and friends who may have stopped by. 
you know, and I'm also staying six feet away. And that's been, that's been tough to do in your own house, right? But it's the best thing to do. And that's kind of my approach. Bowler, switching gears just a little bit as somebody who's been a part of uh, many great NCAA tournament moments, what was your reaction to canceling that uh, great event? I understand it, but I love it. And there's no other choice. But I feel really bad for the athletes who work their tails off and the coaching staffs. You know, to, 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 you know, when I was at CBS for those 13 years, I did 12 tournament uh, sites, and it was one of the most exciting, most challenging uh, three or four days of my career each and every year uh, was to do four games in one day. But Austin and I were talking earlier, I still look back and I think of uh, the upset Hampton knocked off Iowa State, the two seed. I had Bucknell upsetting Kansas. I had the Taco Bell experience up in Boise where each game was a buzzer beater. It was with James Worthy, the former Laker great. We just looked at each other like this cannot be happening, but it did. I think that's the beauty of, of March and April uh, is the fact that each of those teams, I remember going onto the floor on Tuesdays or Wednesdays, and what I called a Thursday, Saturday, or a Friday, Sunday. The beauty of, of talking to kids from Georgia Southern or Hampton uh, or Bucknell, they all believed they could be Cinderella. And Big T actually lived it in 83 with North Carolina State. And I think that's what, you know, that's, that's what it's all about is to work yourself into position uh, to upset the college basketball world and to show that you can, uh, that, you know, that the, the slipper does fit. So it's going to be missed. Plus, I'm going to miss my bracket, right? I mean, come on. I always fill out a bracket or two or three. Um, so I think, you know, again, hopefully this is a lesson and that we're maybe, maybe, you know what, Jake and Gordon, maybe we've become more appreciative of everything around us now. I don't know. It, yeah. uh, there's got to be a lesson here. Yep. Uh, somehow, some way in the sporting world, but also in life. Yeah, I agree with that completely, Bowler. You know, it's talking about the NCAA tournament. I, you and I have often talked about this, but you remember that time I followed you around at uh, when you were calling a game, games, and uh, man, Bowler, I, I tell you, that was watching you in that moment was just watching you do it was impressive. And for you to be uh, the the voice of the game, I mean, it was just cool to watch you do that, man. And 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 you really uh, gave a sense of excitement uh, to uh, to all the folks who were watching the games. That was that was cool to get an inside look at what you were doing. Well, I appreciate it. I remember that day well. You know, I, I just remember. You know, I, I miss it. I wish um, you know they'd call me back. <laughs> to be honest, but you know now it's been spread out, you know, through TNT and TBS and uh, CBS and I think True TV. That was the biggest argument, remember, guys, during my tenure was fans were upset that they couldn't see the game they wanted, and now they can because they've all been split and timed beautifully that all four network stations can can give you the game that you particularly want to see. But in the old days, it was really exciting to know that maybe you had the lead game for the first nine minutes and they'd peel off. Greg Gumble was a master of what we called walking the dog. And so he'd walk you to one game and from one game to another, and they would tell you, hold out, hold out, or here we come, here we come, bowler, here we come, nation's going to join you five, and they count you down. It was just a rush knowing that your game – would get national exposure on just one channel. 
and or they'd peel you away on a game that basically was a blowout, and you're going, oh boy, you know, you got four percent of the country, but you got a job to do. But you know, it, during those the, the Hampton game and the Bucknell game, you know, we got a lot of uh, a lot of coverage uh, because those things just don't happen. Kansas rarely gets beaten in that in that early in a tournament, and of course Iowa State. I remember so well when Larry Eustacey, who was the former head coach of Utah State, came up and walked by because Bowler, I don't have a good feeling. Quote: I think we're going to get our butts kicked. And I looked at Larry like Larry, come on, you're number two. I think Jamal Tinsley was on that team, former Jazz man. And sure enough, I guess he felt the beat heartbeat of the day. And sure enough, uh, they were they were knocked off a rare. A rarity that a two is is blown out of the tournament in round one. Well, Bowler, uh, thank you for jumping on. We are we're very glad you're well. And hey, you went through what you went through last uh, last Wednesday, but at least you didn't get abandoned at a uh, Mexican airport by one of your best friends, huh? Very true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to ignore that last <laughs> comment, but I I will. I, <laughs> Bowler, I have to ask you this question because yes. you're a lo- you're a loyalty guy, much like I am. What do you think of uh, the happenings today with Tom Brady leaving the Patriots and now the, the stories out there that he's going to go to the Bucks? He, I don't think he would have done that unless he felt that uh, he was uh, either underappreciated, uh, underpaid, <laughs> or uh, you know just wasn't thought of the way that he thought he should have been. Where are you on that uh, as far as a guy who's with a team for two decades, wins six Super Bowls with them? is the leader of that team and then is uh, sort of short given short shrift well you know i'm a guy that fry lives in a little bit of a sports fantasy world where i I like to see players of that high level finish their careers in one spot stockton is a rare breed who was able to do so uh and that's kind of a beautiful thing i think fans you know appreciate that and embrace it you know you bring up an interesting point who really told who they're really not, he's really not in their plans. And that's the other part of this whole conversation that could last for hours, Jake, but who owes who what? Tom's well paid and has a pocketbook full of money forever. And yes, he gave his heart and soul to the Patriots and they, they, they paid him very handsomely for it as well. Um, you know, at 41, am I right? Jake, 41, Goro, 41, going on 42. I don't know what what his skill set actually still is because there's some great experts out there who can look at the little things, and it's the twitch, whether or not the the ball releases from his hand as fast. Can he move out of the pocket? Can he still make the quick read? You know, I think all indications are yes, but father time never loses. So the Patriots probably feel, even though they gave away Garoppolo, by the way, uh, to, to the 49ers a few years ago, that Tom's time is done and the investment won't benefit them. So, Or Tom feels like, Gordon, as you said, an athlete and the ego is fragile, as we know, for all of us, but for athletes at that level, you don't need me, you don't want me, I'm going to go someplace else and show you. Um, you know, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, you hope it all works out, but the other part of me says this too. Could they not find a position for him yeah, whether he wanted to retire or not, but talk and say, hey, you got a job for life here. But then again, is there an issue with Belichick and Brady? I don't know. Only the, really the insiders inside that very tight circle truly know what's going on. I think in a fairy tale world, yes, fans in New England, 
whether you're a Brady lover or hater, probably say time to hang it up and thank you, Tom, but he feels still the need to go out and play the game. And so with that said, you have to give him the right to do so. And I guess Tampa Bay or, you know, is, is it one of the leading – yeah, that's, I just walked in. So he, that's, that's what I heard last was Tampa Bay was the leading candidate. He's I'm going, not sure you yeah. want to go to Tampa Bay. Am I right? They have it a pretty good like... team, actually. I, I don't think it's a terrible move for him. Huh. I guess it's because I keep thinking of the Patriots at such a high level for such a long tenure, right? Like the Niners, you know, or the, the, the excuse me, the, the, the Golden State Warriors dynasty. Brady's done marvelous things there. Maybe that's a challenge for him. New team, new blood. He lost Gronkowski. He's lost some weapons, and maybe he feels like it's the best fit. And, you know, if so... It's kind of like Montana being pushed out by a guy we know, Steve Young, years ago, who went to Kansas City with Marcus Allen and nearly got the Chiefs into the Super Bowl, one of the losing the AFC Championship game. And allegedly, his arm was dead, by the way, in the elbow. I'm speaking of Joe Montana, but still, he wanted to prove something. Athletes like to prove they still have it and go out on their own. And I think this is probably the situation Tom Brady's in right now. Uh, doesn't want father time to chase him, and he's going to run a while before he does. Bowler, thank you so much. We're glad you're well. Hey, guys. Talk to you soon. Thanks. Be safe. You too, Bowler. Craig Bowlerjack, television voice of the Utah Jazz. We're going to talk to Andrew Reinhardt coming up in just one second. But coming up next, Gordon, in our next segment, we're going to do drops of the day. And we thought through this kind of strange period with no sports, we do a fun segment where all three of us get to pick something that we want to hear, whether it's an audio bit, a drop, something along those lines. And we'll get to it coming up next. So, Gordon, you get to pick one. I get to pick one, and Austin gets to pick one, and it can be whatever you want. So if you want to be mean to Austin, you can be mean to Austin, but he can be mean to you right back, or it can be just something (laughs) fun that you want to hear. So we get the concept? Yep, I got it. All right, so I know which one I'm selecting, and uh, we'll we'll decide during the break, and then we'll launch it coming up next. All right, uh, joining us now, our good friend Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic, and here to help our listeners with something, unfortunately, that doesn't go away when we're dealing with other things. Right, Andrew? Yeah, that is true. Erectile dysfunction can happen to anybody, and uh, it's happening more and more. I think the the conversation is kind of getting out there. More guys are dealing with the problem, which I love to see. I love when a guy in his 30s or 40s comes in and he says, I I must be too young for this. This shouldn't be happening. The good news is you're not alone. The other bit of good news is you are so easy to fix with our technology. FDA, FDA cleared in 2011 to do one thing, regrow blood vessels. Think about that when it comes to erectile dysfunction. Where do you need more blood flow the most? In this part of the body, in just two to three weeks, uh, we can restore the normal function in the bedroom. That means no medication. And the medication, when you eliminate that, of course, that's no more side effects. And, of course, if uh, folks are kind of worried or or unsure, I should put it that way, on whether or not to do some, call 801-901-8000. You can go in for a a free visit with the doctor and find out exactly if it'll work for you, right? Come on in. Call us now. We're going to do the initial doctor's visit for free. We're going to do an assessment. We're going to do a blood flow ultrasound, get you back on track. It's a difficult time out there. I should real quickly just say that our employees are on a no-travel order 
We're sanitizing the clinic several times a day, wearing face masks. It is a safe environment to come in and meet confidentially with the doctor. Get rid of the ED, especially in a time like this. 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000. Thank you very much, Andrew. Appreciate you. Thanks, Greg. All right, that number again, 801-901-8000. Drops of the day next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. So put your hands together and please welcome. This is Utah's best sports radio. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding you forward on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. show gordon monson jake scott 97.5 and 1280 the zone want to remind you about syringa networks home to the complete business telecom and it solutions backed by an industry uh, leading sla that guarantees the uptime your business needs it's effective communication for the 21st century get started now at syringa networks.net great partner of us very of ours very important in, in something like this so Syringa, make sure and check them out. All right, Gordon, we thought we'd do this through this time where we don't have sports. We'll do kind of a new segment. We'll do it every day at 5.30, just uh, a way for us to have some fun uh, and uh, relive some old memories and some of our favorite drops, uh, uh, pieces of audio, whatever. I figured uh, once a day, the three of us will pick one of our favorites and we'll do it every single day. And I figure even our selection might be kind of fun because, you know, do you, uh, Gordon, you select one of Austin's least favorites or one of my least favorites, or do we go with one of all, all of our favorites? I mean, if if I say something that bothers you, or am I all of a sudden going to get the Matt Harpering uh, drop? You know, I thought it could be kind of fun to go through all of this. What do you think? All good by me. Let's do it. All right. So I, I'm really curious to see where we uh, we all start, because I know that we're all different, but I have no idea what yours or Austin's is. So let's start with you on this, Gordo. Tell us what you picked and why. You know, today I was in the mood for a little chuckle, but not necessarily at the expense of either one of you two. So I thought maybe the compilation of the horse racing calls uh, that we always get a kick out of. Why don't we uh, give that a listen? Here come my wife knows everything, and the wife doesn't know on the far outside. Little Miss Macho is fourth or into the stretch. Lady Mutata, my wife knows everything. Center of the track, the wife doesn't know. Into the final furlong, my wife knows everything. The wife doesn't know. They're one, two. Of course they are. To the outside, the wife doesn't know. My wife knows everything. The wife doesn't know. My wife knows everything. More than the wife doesn't know. Now he goes full steam ahead with one step closer, and he goes forward three wide quickly, going with the Lalaya Rose on the inside, Cobb and Eiffel can't go with them. In front of Lalaya Rose, down the outside, trying hard, was one step closer, but <laughs> the Lalaya Rose wins. Second placing, we had a tease, and I think, or on the inside, Cobb and Eiffel. Very nice, Gordon. And actually, that's what I predicted you'd pick today, by the way. So oh, I'm, I'm really? actually I hate, being, I hate being predictable. No, but I know how much you especially like the, the guy who's losing his voice on the Well, on the we, and we only, got, we only got a part of it there. Uh, the, if you listen to the entire thing, it is absolutely ridiculous. He's just 
I don't know. We've I've, all been there before where we were losing our voice. So we have. Say. And that's he was he was a gamer for hanging in there. And it's hilarious. I, it was a good selection by you. I'm not I'm not judging. I'm just saying My I, wife I thought, knows everything. My wife doesn't know. But I mean, who puts those two horses in the same race? That's pretty funny. All right, do you want to take a guess as which one I I selected or should we just go with it? I'd say you probably would suge- would uh suggest uh uh the bulging disc. No, why would I? Why would I play one that that is embarrassing to me? I because you're that. a team player, you want to entertain our listeners. Okay, Nobody. but that gave me an idea for tomorrow. So. Oh no, that's not good. <laughs> see, this is see, this is why I think this segment could be funny because all of a sudden we're we're. Look, Austin's writing it down right now so he doesn't forget. <laughs> oh, it's such a good one. Gordon, I, like you, also didn't want to go mean on our first day, so I just picked one of my favorites that I haven't heard for a while, and I went with Eric Weihenmayer. I'm going to interview Eric Weihenmayer, who climbed the highest mountain in the world, Mount Everest. But he's gay. I mean, he's gay. Excuse me. He's blind. So we'll hear about that coming <laughs> okay. up. Okay. As we head to the break, I'll look at this. <laughs> You know what? Well, that is kind of mean to the person that just made that mistake. I mean, okay. Well, we don't know that newscast. Uh, my my favorite part about it though is the way that she says "but." Like you know, like <laughs> like but like something really incredible is coming, right? You know, like but he has no arms or legs. And, and by the way, being blind and climbing Mount Everest would absolutely qualify for that kind of pause, right? Right. I mean, exactly. That's, that's a really good setup. Like but. He's gay. I mean, he's gay. I mean, he's blind. I mean, what, a, what a ridiculous thing to give say. It one more time, Austin. One more I'm time. going to interview Eric Weihenmayer, who climbed the highest mountain in the world, Mount but. Everest. But he's gay. I mean, he's gay. Excuse me. He's blind. So we'll hear about that coming okay. out. Okay. Uh, I, like I like the other anchor that goes, okay, that's enough. Okay. That's enough. Back to traffic with Cindy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, All right Austin, so that's mine. Austin, man? now it's his turn. Everyone's favorite person in the entire world who we all aspire to be when we grow older. A man who coronavirus could be ended by just stepping on his doorstep. Pan Man. I come around just like that, just like baseball players do. An 81-year-old Bobby Smith of Springfield says that was enough to stun an armed robber who he says was bold enough to hop a concrete fence and rummage through the kitchen. So he confronted the man with a pan full of potatoes, his supper for the night. And hit him upside the face. And the potatoes went all over him. Smith is disabled from a stroke and has a 65-year-old caregiver, Levina Sones. But he's still strong. Strong enough, he says, to fight back. In fact, he wasn't done with the robber after hitting him. He sank to his knees because I hit him. Number two frying skillet. And it was red hot. Then I raced back about six feet away and got this pitchfork. Then I went to work on him. Days later, Sone, who prefers to be called Tootie, still doesn't know what to think. It happened so fast. Just, I didn't have time to be scared of the really. Just, it's happening. Smith says he always liked this skillet. He bought it a few decades ago for just 31 cents. Now he's even come up with a nickname for it. Charlie. Me and this skillet will go out of this world together. There's a good reason Smith fought back. He says intruders are not welcome at his home. I am very disgusted and very upset and very damn mad. 
because I don't think we deserve it. And ask this determined man if he was scared, he'll look you right in the eye and say, no way. Nobody will ever see me cry. And nobody's going to scare me. Nobody. Oh, classic. My hero. Well done, Austin. Well done. You know what? In fact, congratulations to all three of us, because I think we're off to a strong start. That was really fun. I think we're off to a good start. Well done, Gordon. I think all three of us got uh, got a good chuckle out of our uh, drops of the day today. What do you think? Should we keep it going? Yeah, let's do it, because there's a whole lot more where those came from. Uh, a whole lot to pick from. And so. Jake will love my selection tomorrow. Uh, I've got a good one for tomorrow, too, I think. But, oh, yeah? that, but it's it's more of a neutral. It doesn't go at either of you, so we'll see. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, well, we'll see. I, I have a feeling the order might react, uh, you know, impact what we pick, too. So. Okay. Uh, okay, we'll get to more coming up next. We want to remind you to listen up tomorrow on a Win Ticket Wednesday for your chance to win tickets to go see Brad Paisley. Uh, on his leg of the upcoming Love and War tour in 2020. Uh, he's bringing along uh, special guests and friends, including Jordan Davis and Gabby Barrett. It's Saturday, May 30th at USANA Amphitheater. Tickets on sale now at LiveNation.com or simply be listening. Each show will be giving away a pair coming up tomorrow. Stay tuned. More Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Ken Pomeroy joins us right now. We took a national vote and everyone has agreed you are the only one that is qualified to dub a national champ. Who is it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, reluctantly, I would say, you know, Kansas was clearly the best team by just about everybody's metrics. Certainly my system has them clearly as the best team. And I don't think you can find a system that doesn't have Kansas as number one. They would be it. But, you know, that just seems so unsatisfying because I, I did run the numbers on their chances of actually winning the tournament and obviously they had the biggest chances but it was only 20%. So you're missing wow. here these three weeks. That crazy stuff is going to happen and this was such a wide open year. Tony Parks and Austin Horton weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Man, big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us a part of your day. Hey, Jake, did you see that uh, you can now, because there aren't any games being played right now, that if you are so inclined to want to gamble on things, that you can now gamble on the weather? Hmm. That seems, I don't know, can't... Uh, like, would, would Dan Pope on the weather porch be cleaning up? <laughs> yeah, maybe he would, because he's got inside information. That's what I'm saying. But, uh, I'm but, but, AccuWeather.com meteorologist Jim Kosick are paralyzing, crippling, record-breaking storm comes today! Jim Kosick's cleaning up, man, if that's the case. You can, eventually, you can essentially you can bet on what the... The high temperature is going to be in a certain city, or whether it's going to be hotter or or less hot than that. I, I would mean, they hedge be, their bets by giving inaccurate reports on the news so that everyone out here would bet wrong and they would bet correctly? <laughs> and what what's the official number? Is it the the temperature at the airport? <laughs> exactly. Who's to <laughs> well, say? It's, it's got to be somewhere. I'm sure that they are are pretty vigilant about getting that right. But you know, I, I, people gotta 
find something to get, get a little uh, buzz going, I, I guess. I tell you, Gordon, I never took you for a degenerate gambler. What is is your bookie uh, taking these bets or what? <laughs> your guy? No, no, but, you know, we get sent these things uh, in our email uh, from various services and whatnot. And, uh, it, it said that, yeah, you can satisfy uh, that if you're looking for it. How about that? Well, let's uh, joining us now on the show. Thinking, uh, speaking of satisfaction, huh? he's our friend Andrew <laughs> Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic, eight zero one nine zero one eight thousand. And you know what, Andrew? Honestly, people are are probably closely examining their relationships right now. They can't help it, and uh, yeah. maybe a good time to do something about it. Uh, yeah, it, it's a difficult time, and, and we certainly know that. One piece of silver lining, if we can look for the positive in, in this, is that maybe this is a time to press the reset button on your relationship and improve the intimacy. And I, I think there's an opportunity here for guys to really focus on that. Uh, erectile dysfunction can creep into any relationship, of course. We are seeing huge success with our technology and the way that we do it. Acoustic wave therapy opens up the blood vessels. Um, I could tell you all about the clinical studies. There have been hundreds now. Every major university, uh, all over PubMed, in fact, you can go and look at the success stories for acoustic wave. The bottom line is that thousands of men are giving up the pill. They're getting back to normal function. And for a lot of guys, they're just getting a little boost. Maybe things aren't quite where they want it to be in the bedroom. They're getting it back to 100%. As far as I know, Jake, this is the only treatment that addresses the root cause problem of ED, which is blood flow. And you know what? Maybe some guys out there are going, oh, man, I've tried everything. There's no way that this will work. Or maybe some guys out there are going, wow, I just felt it slip a little bit. Uh, They should call and get in and see the doctor, 801-901-8000, and uh, they can get a, a free assessment. That's right. There are guys in both of those categories, and we see those uh, guys every 10 minutes. We can help both of them, the extreme cases and the mild cases. Call us now. We'll do the initial assessment, exam, blood flow ultrasound. We are open daily. We're taking all of the precautions necessary for this virus. You can come in and feel safe. You can get your ED fixed. Maybe you've got some time off work, by the way. In two to three weeks, we can restore that normal function. Everything, including the assessment exam and blood flow ultrasound with the doctor, is totally free. Just call us now. All right. Appreciate it, Andrew. Thank you very much. Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic. Call now, 801-901-8000. 801-901-8000. We'll have more Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Wrapping up a big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Hey, Gordon, I, I feel like we should do something in this last segment every day, like, you know, what are we doing at home? You know, because we're all going to have to find <laughs> weird ways to pass the time, right? I mean, are, are we binge watching stuff? Are we uh, playing board games with the kids? I don't know. Maybe we should we should uh, kind of collaborate on on how to get through this together. And then we can add some advice as to whether we think, you know, if you've seen something that really uh, was meaningful to you or entertained you or a game you played that was really fun to play, uh, Pat will pass it along to our listeners. All right. So what are you doing tonight, Gordon? I can tell you what I did last night. Well, that's not really the, the, the concept. Okay. Last night. What did you do last night, Gordon? I watched Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. That's a great movie. I hadn't seen that. I saw that movie initially. 
uh, on the big screen in Westwood that when it came out. And I, I couldn't really remember. I remember bits and pieces of it, but I watched it last night. That's a, that's a good movie. That's fun. That's a fun movie. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, I liked it. So what's his tonight, name? Austin I, Michael McCain, right? Is that uh, that's correct? Uh, Michael King. Michael Mike, Kane, That not McCain. Yeah, 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 yeah. Michael Kane. Just Steve brilliant. Martin. Yeah, yeah. It was it was terrific. So tonight, I think I'll probably look for another movie that uh, that uh, is uh, you know is worthy of watching. How about you? Uh, we've been uh, watching this Amazon Prime show, Bosch, that's pretty good. We're kind of speeding through that, the wife and I. But honestly, uh, I'll tell you this. My toddler has discovered that uh, she can resist going to bed. So I've <laughs> I've discovered lately that a large portion of my time and en- energy has gone to, um, uh, I, don't, I don't know, Gordon, coercing her into, uh, into going to bed. Yeah, all I can say is uh, get used to it. Yeah, yeah uh, that's probably not going away, huh? Uh, well, either that or, or, you know, when she comes to you and says, hey, Dad, can I take the car? What are you going to say then, Jake? Uh, no. <laughs> is, that, is that the sorry, right answer? Sorry, sorry that, uh, that answer doesn't work. That doesn't work, huh? No. Well, uh-uh. Okay, well, i got to come you up with something Both you and Austin have a lot to look forward to in that regard. No doubt. All right, my friend. Well, whatever you choose to do tonight, uh, enjoy. Keep your head down, and uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow, huh? Yeah, and all the best to all our listeners. Uh, Hunker down safely and happily. It's a big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.